0: Hello, good morning, beautiful people. Thank you, thank you, thank you for joining me on this podcast. I am so excited that you have taken time out of your busy schedules and busy day to listen to Cis Breakout. Cis Breakout is a podcast about breaking out of the mental, emotional, and social barriers that hinder our success. I am your host, Kimberly Willis. I am a therapist, minister, um, author and speaker from Houston, Texas, y'all. And I am so, so, so excited about today's episode. I am naming this episode, The Real Me. So I already told y'all I'm a therapist, right? And I like to tell stories. If you've ever been a client of mine or even just heard me speak about, you know, transformation or being a part of any of my classes or workshops, you know, I am a storyteller. So come in and have a seat on my couch for a second as we begin to discuss the real me. Now, you may have thought when I said we're going to be talking about the real me, maybe you thought about how there are so many people walking around pretending to be this, pretending to be that, and they're fake in a negative way, right? That is exactly not what I'm talking about and not the context that I'm coming from. But what I am talking about is the imposter syndrome, right? This is for the people who have done the work, the people who have taken the classes, the people who have stayed up late hours making sure that they are successful in life, and then they reach a certain point and they get scared they get fearful because they don't believe that they belong there right they don't believe that they're, they they belong there and not only do they don't believe they belong there they believe that they are about to get found out these are the ones that i am speaking to on today like i told you in the first episode and in the trailer this podcast is really geared towards women of faith who are ready to break out of the box and come into their true identity and be successful in life. And I have a little story for y'all. So I am from a big rich town, but I come from one of the poorest parts. (laughs) So I'm from Houston, but I came, I come from, um, I come from, (laughs) I was born and raised in Acres Home, which is one of the more lower income areas of Houston, Texas. So, we don't have a lot of the things that you have in some of the up and coming, big, you know, go-to areas where the socialites reside. And in that, you know, I didn't realize how this environment that I grew up in really kind of shaped the way I thought about myself in a professional setting. I didn't think about how, you know, my environment was really teaching me a lot about what I should think about myself. Caught that should, right? What I should think about myself, not necessarily what I am supposed to think about myself. And so coming from this area, um, I was able to excel in school. And from there, I went to the Baylor University, right? I went to Baylor University, and if you know anything about Baylor University, we call it the Baylor bubble because out, right outside of Baylor University is poverty. But when you come on Baylor University, it's like it's like leaving the ghetto and stepping into the White House, right? So it's this, you know, one of our buildings literally has gold on top of it, right? And so everybody at Baylor has a rich friend, you know, you come from some you know, Fortune 500 family and just rich people all around. And this was a culture shock for me because I'm like, well, wait a minute. How is my suite mate driving a Jaguar? And this person has this and that. And we're, you know, 17 and 18 years old coming into college. It was just like a different environment. And even the conversations around me were different. The way people dressed was different. The way people related to each other was very different from what I was used to. And so I'm coming into this new environment and I am starting to to fear that people are going to realize that I don't belong there. I am not a part of this group. I am an imposter. And that's crazy, because I did the exact same thing that as that many of the kids who went there or young adults who went there did. I went to school, I graduated high school. I scored high on my SATs, or well, well enough, <laughs> to get into the school of my choice. Yet I felt like I didn't belong there. And even in 2015, 2016, I was running for public office, right? The new kid on the block. I didn't ask for permission, didn't need it. And I did so well. I was prepared for this seat. I studied policy. I you know, worked in Austin. I was an intern in Austin. And I was prepared to represent my community in public office. Yet when I got in that space, when I started winning, when I won my primary, people were like, who is this person who thinks they can just come up in here without kissing our ring and not, you know, or who does this girl think she is, didn't ask for permission, you know, and all these things. And, you know, people begin to say certain things about me and, and have certain assumptions about me. And a lot of those things kind of got to me a little bit because I was like, oh my God, what if they're right? What if I don't belong here? And when that occurred, it really changed the way I operated in that space. And so I share those two stories with you guys because there are so many of you who are walking around as imposters. You think that you don't belong in the very place that God is placing you in because of what others around you... Are are causing you to believe about yourself. You're walking around as if you did not do the work. Because the thing about the imposter syndrome, those who suffer from it, they've done the work. They've put in the hours, you know, they've done the study and they've they've accomplished the things. They deserve to be in that space. Yet, because we have this internal dialogue within us that stems from. A past conversation or our history or the environment that we came out of, that past conversation causes us to create a narrative in our mind that we do not belong in the places that we're supposed to be. And I believe that, remember, this is a faith-based podcast. So y'all, if I start sounding a little preachy, it's just because that's what's in me. okay? But I believe that that is the enemy trying to keep you from progressing forward. Whether you believe it's a a, a physical enemy in front of you or a spiritual enemy, it is an enemy trying to stop you from getting to the place that you were called to be. And you have to begin to defeat that enemy. Now, you have to, one, change that internal dialogue. Now, I don't know if you're anything like me, but I listen to a lot. I absorb, uh, absorb a lot of the things in my environment because I'm very observant you know, so I take in a lot of information at once. It's one of the things that allowed me to be very successful in school, but it's also caused me to have these conversations in my head that doesn't necessarily fit the situation, Um, you know, at hand. So, you know, I have all these things in my head trying to decipher what is true, what is false, you know, what should I accept? What should I not accept? And it causes you to waver. It causes you to be You know, like the waves of the sea being tossed to and fro and you're not stable. And if you think this doesn't impact your success in life, you are sadly mistaken, sis. Because let me tell you, if your internal dialogue is not matching up with the place that you're trying to be, are the place that, you're, that you know you're called to go to, or other people have prophesied to you that that is where you're going to be, you're going to find yourself steadily leaving the work that you've done, that you put hard work in and going back to something mediocre, going back to something less than what you deserve because you have not dealt with this internal dialogue that causes you to feel as though you are an imposter in the space that you really belong in. And so I have a few tips that I want to throw at you today to get you on the bandwagon to no longer feeling like an imposter, but feeling like this is the space that you are commanding and you deserve to be in. The first thing I want you to start doing, and I had to start doing this for myself, and for some reason, for women, this is very hard to do. It is celebrating yourself. Throw your dog on self a party, right? Right? Look at you. you know, create a kudos journal, Look at your successes, Look at what you've accomplished. Write out everything that everybody said couldn't was not possible for you because you're black because you're Hispanic because you know you're a woman because you believe this and you don't believe that because you don't do this and you do that, whatever. Write out all those things and write out how you have shattered the the, the statistic that was placed against you. I want you to celebrate you. Be bold in in being excited about the things that you've accomplished because it was not easy and you did it. It wasn't favorable, but you mastered it. So celebrate it. Throw yourself a party. Write it out. You know, you have to get comfortable with shamelessly shamelessly talking about your success. I used to, you know, um, people come up to me all the time and be like, oh, tell me what you do. You know, oh, where'd you go to school? Oh, you know, tell me about this. Tell me about that. Because some people are genuinely, you know, inquisitive about what I've done and, and what I'm doing. And I remember in the very beginning, I be like, uh, 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 you know, I just stuttered. Like, ma'am, first of all, you do not stutter. Why are you stuttering now when it came To telling these people, man, you graduate, you have four degrees, you know, like you, you, you have a house, you have, you know, your money is your money. You've done this, you've done that, you've accomplished so many things. But it was so hard for me to say it because I didn't want people to think, oh, I didn't, you know, either I didn't didn't really do it, or, you know, because I'm a woman, I got there because of whatever reasons they feel women get to high places or you know, I knew somebody or whatnot. Um, and so, you know, I was fearful, but then I realized, wait a minute, if people are going to take me serious, if I'm going to walk in my truth, let me tell you who I am. Let me, let me introduce myself because let me tell you this, ladies, if you do not introduce yourself in the way that you want to be known, somebody else is going to write a narrative for you. That is certainly not the truth. Okay. So get comfortable with shamelessly talking about your success. The second thing I want you to do is fight against the urge to draw back. Immediately when we become fearful, we, be- we-, we start building those box walls again, right? We start making the box and we start making, we don't make a big you know, box for us. We put us in the smallest box because we don't want anybody else to come in that space we don't want anything to get close to us we don't want anything any outside noise so we create this small box for ourselves and instead of being a CEO of a company we decide to be you know the entry level employee when we have the degree for the CEO or we have more knowledge than the person you know who's the supervisor or we choose to not you know step out and run our business and we choose to, you know, be an employee for the rest of our lives, or we choose to listen to the voice that women should not operate in certain spaces, and we become, you know, the person to uplift the per- another person that we have more knowledge and wisdom than. So I want you to fight against the urge to draw back when when opposition comes your way, and if you don't know if you've done this or not. I want you to make a list of everything, every goal that you have, every dream that you have, every desire that you have, make a list of those things and see if you actually fit that list. Because if you don't fit that list, then that means that you drew back at some point. If you are not running your business, it's because you felt like you wasn't worthy enough. If you're not out there you know, speaking and and sharing the knowledge and wisdom that you have, it's because at some point you became fearful. So I want you to, to figure out where you drew back and pull the trigger and go for And the last thing I want you to do, because I love activities. And if you know, as a therapist, if I have any therapists out there listening, any clinical social workers, LPCs, uh, you know, whatever else the, the license <laughs> the therapist licenses are, um, you know, we love activities because it's only When you do an activity, do you see if you mastered that subject area or not? And so this activity is what I want you to do. Now that you have figured out that you are not an imposter in the space that you are working in, I want you to go now and I want you to post a win on social media. Whether it be Instagram, Facebook, whatever, go post a win. Tell people what you have accomplished and what you are continually accomplishing. Shout out to the world that you are, you know, here, you're present and you are to be respected because of what you have done. And when you share that post, I want you to hashtag sisbreakout. Hashtag sisbreakout and tag me at the Kimberly Willis on. Uh, on Instagram and Kimberly Willis on Facebook. Hashtag Sis Breakout and tag me because I want to be the first one clapping on your post because I want to celebrate the fact that you're now celebrating yourself and you understand that you're operating in this space, not by happenstance, but because you deserve to be there. And that is the real you. The real you is powerful. The real you is powerful bold. the real you shatters glass ceilings. The real you breaks out of boxes because we were never contained, we never supposed to be contained in a small box. Your purpose is too big and, you, and, and your future is too bright to be hidden in a box. So thank you for listening to this podcast today. Um, you know, make sure you do the activity, make sure you tag me, share this podcast, you know, subscribe to this podcast and thank you wait let me say this thank you thank you thank you to everybody that that shared my podcast everybody that sent me an encouraging word and, and said that you know the last episode um you know spoke to them or helped them or blessed them thank you thank you thank you your words you know do not fall on deaf ears but it penetrates my heart so i really appreciate you all so until next time choose this day to be the greatest day of your life and sis break out.